Welcome to Hashtag with Navuguzi Chiwanuka. This is the place where we help you unravel social constructs, discuss self-development in line with mental health, and everything in between that directly or indirectly affects us in the millennial world around us. If you are hearing my voice for the first time and are the kind of person who is not scared of being a better version of yourself, even if it requires you to contradict who you were 24 hours ago, consider this your virtual home. I am your host, Navuguzi Chuanuka, a lawyer, founder, stroke team lead of Equet Foundation, an addict and lover of insightful conversations, and a professional unraveler of social constructs. With us today is the knitwear designer extraordinaire, Akol Otieno. She is the creative director and founder of Olisa Kenya, a knitwear brand that caters to women who care about individuality and originality. On this episode, she and I talked about her journey of growth and all you need to know about her brand. So let's get into it. <laughs> A call, Otieno. Oh, so many Otienos, man. So many of them. Welcome to Hashtag with Navguzi. Oh, thank you for having me. I don't know. Do you Otienos get to come up with something for me because I think I've loved you so much or something. There has to be something with the name though. Clearly we're here. Maybe I love the knives. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. There's that. <laughs> I love the knives. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's so wrong. <laughs> so welcome to Hashtag with Navguzi Chiwanuka. Mm -hmm. Tell us who a court Otiero is. Let me do the like, like, do the unveiling for us because these people don't know who is before me where to start is a question generally but um my name is akototino yeah and i am generally curiously inspired by the limitless possibilities of craftsmanship craftsmanship for the most part yes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. um i come from a family of seven yeah which then means somewhere at some point in the world I had to struggle to find my voice. Yeah. Yeah, which has also inspired a bit about who, who I am. Right? Yeah. When you, when you say that you struggled to find your voice, that, that sounds like there were so many people talking <laughs> at the same time and you're like, hey, me too. <laughs> I, I'm here. I'm here. I, okay, fine. Thing is, I, I, I don't know about you, but generally what I think is, how we get to that place where we define who we are mm -hmm. is by figuring out the things we do not like in other people and or the things we generally do not like yeah, about life. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, coming from a space where I come from a family of five men. Okay, five men. Okay. That meant <laughs> that uh, at some point yeah. you had to learn to fight, if not if not survive per se. Mm. So uh, that also meant that I had people on the flip side. I had people I could look up to yeah. and say, I like these bits, but these bits not so much. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I found my way around through by figuring out, you know, having conversation with them and knowing these are the parts of them I want to be. Yeah. When I grow up, or if at all I do. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my goodness! And yeah, and then the, the beats How are old, like, like I if want at all you do. Did you did you have did you really 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 have that in mind? If at all you grow up, yeah. How old were you at that time? 
I, I don't know. It was, you know how you, you get to that point where I think I was, how, how, when I was close, I was like 13. Oh, 13. 13. 13. Somewhere around there. Well, no, I think by the time Thereabouts. I hit that age, I was sure I'd grow up. No, no, for me, for me, I, mm-hmm. I now when you say that, I was like, wait, well, yeah. what's the story here? Yeah. Because now for me, I experienced death at a very early age. Yeah. I mean, I experienced it before I was even born. Mm-hmm. So when I was at the age of six, yeah. most of my paternal family members were really falling off the earth, like, like leaves falling off the tree, like. Oh, so when yeah. I was six, I was like. And you would, uh, I used to sit by a window yeah. in class, mm-hmm. and I would look at the primary seven class, that's the highest in our primary school. Yeah. I would look at it and I'd be like, eh, that class is far, I've yeah. died. <laughs> yeah. had, so I knew I like, if at all I grew up, I was like, wait, what, what, what's here? Yeah. <laughs> because I feel like I was the only person who was in that moment. Yeah, I think for me, by if at all I grow up is, first of all, generally I think, growth is a process and yeah. we also get to decide what does growing up look like right for for me and at what point you know and uh i grew up in a group home generally and um, what that meant was on the question of death yeah there the, it was mostly orphans it was an orphanage home so oh yeah there was yeah. that yeah. but yeah up until that point you know when having a single parent and or not having parents at all yeah was like the norm like in the sense that i grew up in a space where most people didn't have both parents yeah yeah yeah. so it wasn't yes i understood uh, the depth of it or the gravity of it Mm -hmm. but at that point i didn't quite understand it like what does it mean fine it means that we're here because most if not all of us lack a b and c and we need support for the same yeah. we are here but you see at that age where most of us were young it was people get there sometimes in the seven or mm-hmm. eight or you know and you meet kids and you all are just given space to just be kids yeah and as a child since no one gives you really the space to talk about what loss felt like at the time mm. i mean i oh, didn't yeah. really experience loss at the time i had both parents my mom yeah. was working there so there's that mm-hmm. but there was no space to talk about that yeah yeah we're here we're going to school we're happy if not at all most times yeah. you know we have food when we can and it was a healthy environment, mm-hmm. if you ask me. But mostly, I call it healthy because at the time, one, you do not know better. So that's, they, the envi- that's all that you know. Yeah, that's yeah. all you know. Yeah. And then you grow up and you leave the space and you're like, oh, what was that? What was that? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that food? You know, but at the time, life is good. Mm-hmm. And then you get, you grow up and you step out of it and you start appreciating the impact of it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, for example, for me, it was in that space that I got to actually understand what emotional connections feel like. Because yeah. you put in this space where you're new people, okay? Mm-hmm. Your next bedmate, or you have no idea you're going to have someone new tomorrow, and this is someone who has experienced loss, okay? So they would keep changing. Sometimes they would. And you have to be in this space where it's not like you have to be there 
for them per se, but it, it wasn't also a question of you have to be there for them. By virtue of them being there, they're technically your friend. You're young, you don't, yeah. yeah, so. And then you walk out of that space and you're like, huh, I'm a better person because of that. Forget all those tiny little things mm -hmm. like you have uh, killed or sukumawiki that was so big you can't even, you know, <laughs> oil floating randomly somewhere on food. You know, it's just, it's just <laughs> all those aside, yeah. you, you look at it from a different eye and everything is just totally different. Then I left that space and then I went to high school. So the, the flip side of high school is I'm surrounded by rich people. Sometimes people who are rich as fuck. Yeah. And you're here and you're like, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Now what's this? You know? And then uh, did, you, did, did your did your parents ever talk to you and you know tell you something like, hey, you're going to go to this school, you're going to find this and that, but you need to know where you're coming from. Yeah. Did they ever have that kind of conversation with you? Not really, mm -hmm. but I did have a random conversation with my grandmother at some point. Yeah. And I, I, I remember her saying it. Um, it wasn't really about going the whole going to high school experience. It was, mm -hmm. it was more like, thing about, thing about being anywhere is, yeah you're going to work in there and you're always going to meet something new or someone new sometimes something really uncomfortable because i remember going to high school for the first time and i had a really heavy accent that that low accent yeah you know? and I, I remember for like the first time i had you know those places you're like <laughs> If I talk, okay, you know, I had that. And I, 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 I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't really relate. I think. I think for me, that, I that can't one. really relate. But there are there were days when I go. I, for, for me, the, the the only times I, I got silent. The years I was silent yeah. were, mm -hmm. or maybe the years that I chose to speak Luganda. Yeah, where where the reason was because I was scared of being bullied. I had yeah. been bullied in primary school yeah. because of how I spoke English. Yeah. So when I joined secondary school, I was like, the bullying cycle has to stop. Yes. I'm going to speak Luganda. Yes. No one is oh. going to hear me speak English. That's amazing. Oh, friend, I got punished <laughs> for speaking vernacular. <laughs> I got punished. It's like every year I had yeah. to wear a sock or I had pin <laughs> things would be pinned on me uh, like yeah. don't come near me I am I am dangerous I will I will poison you with vernacular something like that I, I was always in that space I, I think for me I'm glad you figured that out early. I think for me it wasn't even about the bullying that came with it I think for me it was the class around it okay yeah, yeah, so picture yeah. this I go to high school and you're somewhere in your first year and um, everyone else has paid school fees and you happen to be the only one in that class that had to go back home because you do not have school fees. I don't know, we were two of us, we were two of us. And uh, at that time, there weren't even, I think the school I went to, they were not big on sending people home. So mm. for them to actually send you home. It was really big. It was really big. Yeah. So I remember going and um, 
going back home because the teacher called me but she was they were really nice about the whole process they just call you outside talk to you blah blah oh, blah oh they wouldn't come and no. sleep and read no they the wouldn't whole class. do that no it's good man they yeah. do that enough so it was time. a very dignified way oh yeah, had a yeah dignified yeah, way yeah, around yeah, it yeah. and i really appreciate them for that mm -hmm. so um and then but then there's a process of you have to go home but what they used to do is you they, they let you go off on a weekend so oh. on a Friday, they send you home. On a Monday, because I remember on a Monday, sometimes they'd call to ask you to come back to school. Really? Yes. So that was really good. Because I remember they, nice. they did that sometime when I was in Form 1. And then later, the next time they did it, it was in Form 4. And the syllabus was over at the time. So, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you can go home, stay a week, come back with whatever money you have. And I think that was really, oh, really? amazing. Yes. So, um... But part of uh, the finding voice process for me was I'm in a space where everyone seems to have figured this life thing out. And I'm here, I'm from this space where I do not know much about what's going on in the world. Yeah. Yes, like outside of Ros Muhando's songs and you know, like, <laughs> you have no idea what else. Yeah. And the hymns you sing at school, it, it was a good process, but then it didn't expose as much. So you go out there and the world is fresh. You're faced with, now you have to face uh, what maybe poverty means, looks like, and what it means. Yeah. Okay. So as a, a 15 or 14 year old girl, it's, you know, it's waters you have to figure out as you go. So in my head, maybe at the time I thought, uh, my accent would, uh, me out. It would sell me yeah. out or something. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah, it was yeah. just one of those weird teenage things. Okay. And it's teenage. Wow. Yeah. You're, so you're starting I, to notice everything. Every single thing. And then uh, I wasn't, I've never been really the girly type. I am not, you know, <laughs> even how I dress, how I sit, it's just one of those things. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Nice to meet you, sister. <laughs> so, so by the time I realized, okay, fine, this is happening. I mean, I have to deal with the fact that backgrounds are going to be different, that people who are coming maybe from the same space I'm mm -hmm. coming from. And uh, that does not mean life stops, okay? Yeah. So yeah, I, I, do, I dived back into my space. I became the tomboy I was meant to be. And just life started feeling good, probably sometime in Form 2. And uh, yeah, yeah. And you weren't scared of speaking. No, nah, not again. And they had to deal with it. Yeah, they had to deal with it. <laughs> but it improved a bit. I passed. I got polished. I got polished. <laughs> I got my English today, but, you know. <laughs> so in all this time, you're trying yeah. to figure out life. You're trying. You're seeing. You're experiencing all these things that you weren't aware of. Yeah. Was there something that you wanted to be? <laughs> Interesting. I feel like I'm one of those people. I have wanted to be a hundred things. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I felt like it kept changing every time. And most of it is because, I mean, it's chaos theory. At every point in life, something is happening. Something sometimes pro profound, sometimes utterly simple yeah. happens. And then, you know, the course of life changes. And you're like, ah. 
maybe he can be an architect. I think that's the one that really stuck, though. Oh, like, yeah. I, I kept switching from I want to be a dancer. Sometimes in high school, I actually wanted a to dancer? be a dancer. And Funny, I can't dance now. <laughs> Were you good, though? I have a feeling you might I, have been uh, sketching it. <laughs> Come on, I was good. I was good. I think I was good. <laughs> I mean, because they, dancing they never goes. They left me. That. Do you know how many musicians are, are making us suffer? Do you know how many are making us suffer with yeah. their fake music? So well. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, forty people could have possibly lied to me like that. You know. Well, we love our people. Good point. I in the event that was bad, I really appreciate the support. But yes, at some point in high school, yeah, I wanted to be a dancer. Mm -hmm. You know that season where I thought I was really a good break dancer. Mostly I break dancing. I was, I, yeah, I thought I was good. Was it a mixed school? No, it was a girls' school. I yeah. went to my girls' high school. It's a national school, and you know it's an all girls' school. I got challenges when I joined. I was in a single sex school mm -hmm. from primary four mm -hmm. to until I finished my primary. Yeah. And I ex and this is this was my first time to see these many girls in one space, <laughs> and I couldn't even play any anything with them because I had grown up with boys. Yeah, I only knew how to play football, and they weren't doing that. Mm -hmm. And I was just I think I just floated through life in those years. Yeah, and then I was slapped with teenage girls. Yeah, walking with their hands at a certain angle, <laughs> swinging their waists, and I'm bouncing. And I'm like, I can't. Huh. How do I manage? How do I manage? Yeah. But I was like, you know what? I won't die. Let me, let me do my thing. I, you, you can't kill yourself. But then sometimes I would sit and I would look at them and I was like, eh, where do they get this energy from? Like, you have to keep your hands at a certain angle and then you have to walk like, I, I mean, a teenage angst comes with some things, and sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, uh, I don't know. I generally, uh, if you ask me, I think I was in a really good school. Yeah. Because outside of that, I think they did everything they could to make sure, no matter who you are, somehow you found somewhere to fit in. And I think that was that was a really beautiful thing. Yeah. At least for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, I could be biased. Who knows? <laughs> but <laughs> no, sometimes you can be in the same spaces and we have completely different experiences. Yes. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've had people who are like, oh my God, that was my worst experience in my, in my head. I was like, yo. Yeah. If it weren't for that school, I couldn't have gotten, say, the level exp of exposure I got. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, literally yeah, yeah. maybe gave me a leg up in the sense that. It exposed me to new ideas, you know, new things, new people. For the first time, I'm in a space, not really the first time, but I was in a space where the people from different backgrounds, different cultures, different languages, and I just found that so overwhelmingly beautiful. Yeah. Yes. So here we are, you're talking about being an art architect. Yeah. I suppose I was about to say architect. Huh? <laughs> Here you are. You wanted to be an architect. How long did the, this? How long? How many years did this dream stick? I, I think, and what inspired it? I think for me, um, initially it was just the idea of building. Yeah. 
and I love processes generally. Mm. I mean, anyone who is good with their hands, those are things that are, are a big deal for me. And initially, buildings generally, not just as points of history, but buildings, I find buildings really fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. The other way, perhaps, would have been, ah, be an engineer, but in my head, I was like, there's a bit more art and design to architecture. So in my head, I was like, you know what? Perhaps. It was really fascinating. Although at some point, I also wanted to be a journalist. How, how, how was that at the same time? Were these no, no, in primary school. My very first primary dream, actually, school. My very first dream was to be a journalist. Wow. And half of it, it was because I wanted to be on TV. You know, <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> And then at the time, wow, my compositions happened to be really good. Yeah, you know, I was like top of my class when it comes to English compositions. You know, and I got my this. my English teacher used to really dot on me. My God, mm. so it was like I, I could this. actually be a fully fledged writer. I can make this a profession. Yeah, you know. And then I was like, the idea of journalism just you know built up, and I had it for a while, you know, until maybe high school. At that part where now we have to decide what you want to do with our lives. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to pick. And then like, at that time, I was also just already fascinated with the idea of, you know, architecture and yeah, buildings yeah, and yeah. the design of it. So, yeah, that's where architecture came in. Yeah, but I ended up in law school. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happened. You surprised me. That part surprised me. But then uh, yeah. I don't know why I was surprised. Why? Okay, it's not like I expected it in other. I didn't. S yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't. S I don't know it, but well, it's it's not it's not one of those things I say often. Yeah. Yeah. It's boring to say. <laughs> <laughs> not really. If you love it, it comes up <laughs> in conversation naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, no. My my problem with uh, with with it with me actually barely saying or speaking about it is that people look at lawyers in a different light and I wish someone told me this before I got into it yeah. I mean you go at a family gathering you stand up and you know you're introducing yourselves mm -hmm. you know you're catching up as family getting to know each other mm -hmm. and you're like I'm a lawyer and suddenly everyone wants to relate with you and I'm yeah. like no <laughs> no before you didn't see me you know they, there is this this kind of glorification that, that the thing comes with and I don't like it because what? I'm I'm always a backbencher. Um. I had been a backbencher. I had so people look at them as demigods I'm like mm -hmm. So your only problem is the glorification hey, of who hey, you hey, are. Like, I, I mean, how is that a bad thing? I'm like, it is too much. It, it's not even genuine because I feel like it doesn't even bring you genuine people. All of a sudden, everyone wants to have your con what? My contact? Yeah. No. <laughs> In case I need you. <laughs> Where, whereby they don't even need you at some point. They never need you. They may call you to tell you stuff that that they don't pay for even. I know, I know that part. That so part. yes, you ended up being a lawyer. Yeah. And yet here we are, we barely know you as a lawyer. Yeah, I know. Tell us through that. So, um, um, here's the thing. I went to law school. Mm -hmm. Initially, to be honest, 
okay, fine. I didn't know it was not what I really wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, yeah. it wasn't at the top of the list. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, I get to law school mm -hmm. the first year, you know, and uh, you know how you get there, and you're like, my life is just about to have purpose. Yeah. Sometimes you're there and you're like, if it feels right, this is something I actually want to do. Mm. But then I realize somewhere in the process that this is not it. Yeah. You know? Um, and at the time, to be honest, when I figured out this wasn't it, I still didn't know what was it. Yeah. Yeah. So that can be scary. I mean, I mean, first year. I'm in this space where... You notice that in your first year? Yes. Wow. I know this isn't it. Yeah. But I also know, if not this, then what? Mm -hmm. Right? So, and then uh, it's at that time that now I started trying to figure out what, what else. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, 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 this is not obviously, so what else? And I, I'd always, always been interested in fashion. I, lo I love dressing up. Yeah. I really do. Like the excitement of just putting an outfit together and it works. You know, I that really excites wow. me. So it's <laughs> <laughs> yet here we are. I, 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 <laughs> I love clothes. Yeah. Maybe maybe just not the whole styling aspect. Mm -hmm. But I generally love love clothes. I love looking at clothes. I love touching clothes. Yeah. So at the time I thought so. With this in mind, I started with tiny little things I like. With this in mind, yeah. what else, what next could I possibly do, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I randomly apply for some merchandising jobs. I don't know if you know Mr. Price. Yes, I, I do. Yeah, I applied for a merchandising job at Mr. Price. What is and a merchandising job like? Uh, it's, you know, those people who decide what storefronts look like? So you basically, oh. yeah, design the storefront. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's a job? It's a job. People go to school for that thing. So really? <laughs> so yes. <laughs> I didn't know that was a job. Yeah, I apply for the job, and uh, actually, uh, here's the thing. My, a friend of mine, she's called Cynthia. God bless her. So Cynthia tells me, ah, there's a job I was supposed to go for, but I don't think I want it anymore. But I think they are still taking interviews. Yeah. So that would be my first interview. Truth be told, I didn't even carry my CV. <laughs> I was young and stupid and very reckless. But <laughs> yeah, so I got there. I got to the Dickens. You're offices. still a law scholar. Yeah, meanwhile. I'm still at law school. I'm, mm -hmm. I wasn't dropping out. I think generally I wasn't gonna drop out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I I go to this interview, and uh, it hits me. I'm there, and I'm like, what are people supposed to bring? So, <laughs> and then what I do is I look Why didn't at you ask your friend? I'm not, honestly, here's the thing. Yeah. I didn't even think I'd go. So here's what happened. I'm in town. <laughs> yeah, I have a class. Like, I'm yeah, supposed to yeah, have a class yeah, in like yeah. two hours. And I'm in town and I'm like, you know what? Let me just go see. <laughs> I'll decide after I've seen what the officers are. Maybe these are people I want to work for. Yeah. So I go there and they have these things on the wall, you know, like uh, when Deacons was started, how many stores they have and whatnot. I'm like, okay, now at least I know three or two things, okay? Yeah. And then I go to Google and I start Googling <laughs> and, you know, and then I, I get there. Now, the interview, 
the, we were like a lot of people in a room, basically, and the, she was firing random questions. So what I usually do when I'm nervous is I look someone straight in the eye. That really? Thing, yes, that's When you're generally. nervous? Yeah. Why the opposite of what most people do? Because if I look aside, you will notice I'm nervous. Thank you. So <laughs> Thank you. Right. Yeah, right. And, and, and when you see me looking at you, you might think I'm confident. Yeah, and I, I know what I I'm that. doing and or saying. Oh, yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> OK. Again, nice to meet you. <laughs> All mine. So. <laughs> So I'm looking at her straight in the eye, and then she's like, uh, what's your name? And then I'm like, uh, my name is Akoth, uh, do you have another name? And then I'm like, my name is Akoth Otieno, do you have another name? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I'm yeah. like, uh, do you need my ID? And then she's like, why don't you just say it? Then I tell her, I do not like it, and I also do not want you to call me with that name. Yeah. And then she says, um, she asks everyone to leave. And then she's like, ah, let's start with her. So I know. It, I, I know. Like, ah, I think I have the job. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 yeah, right, right. So we start talking, and um, uh, she asked what I know generally about Dickens and Mr. Price and why I want to work at Mr. Price. And when she asked me why, I just say, I love clothes. And she asked me, what do you love about clothes? And I go on and I go on. And then she's like, I get it. I get it. And then she asked, do you have a CV or anything else I can look at? And then I'm like, not really, but I can speak to my lack of experience, you know? Yeah. I mean, blah, blah, blah. I just basically told her. Then she's like, OK, come back tomorrow. We, tomorrow you can start at Mr. Price Capital Center. And I was like, Yo, is it this easy to get a job in this country? Just like that. But, but yeah, so yeah, that's how Before I got the job. getting any other no, personal interview. Yes. She didn't even say we'll get back to you. No, she gave me the job on the spot. The following day, I started working at Mr. Price Capital Center. So while at it, yeah. okay, I realize the business of fashion is complicated. Which, I mean, I was going there to just, you know, figure, find out if this is what I like, if this is what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which part of it I actually like. So I didn't like merchandising very much. That was obvious. So that particular thing of dressing, what did you call it? Uh, yeah, the store, the storefront. Yeah. Designing what's It's called merchandising. Yeah, that's merchandising. You like you know how they say in a supermarket also, like what goes where, which what goes on the top shelf, what comes on the bottom shelf. It's it's a whole psychology thing. Really. Which which food. Foods go on the what goes on the first aisle and on the last aisle. But yeah, it's a really? whole psychology thing. Yes. Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't think of it. Yeah. I thought people just randomly say, "Here, food, <laughs> cereal." <laughs> you know? No, not really. Wow. So yeah, it's the same way. I don't know if you know Kinder Joy. There's a reason why usually it's this thing for kids. Uh -huh. Sweet, chocolatey-ish thing mm -hmm. for kids. The reason why there's a reason why they only put it at the counter. Because at the counter, you're already there with your child. Yeah, the child has seen it, and the and child actually is the there client. for some time. Yeah, the child is the client. You're in a queue. Yeah. Oh so my goodness! The child sees that, and they're like, <laughs> "I want this." And the thing about it, she will start crying, and she will embarrass you, and you will end up getting what she wants. So it's wow. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's basically how it works. What? 
So yeah, I've never thought about it. Yeah. So, so you were so you were there at Mr. Price while juggling school as well. Yes, I used to go sometimes. Let me not say this out loud, but I missed a couple of classes. I know somewhere. because, but yes, <laughs> yeah. Because I was wondering how you were managing. Yeah. Yes. So that happened, and then um, somewhere in between, okay. I, I decide, I ask them to transfer me to another outlet. Yeah. And then they transfer me to Baby Shop. Okay. Okay. So at Baby Shop, why do I feel like they need to hire me right now? I've talked a lot about <laughs> man. <laughs> this is marketing. But <laughs> they need to pay. They need to pay. <laughs> so I, I go there and I learn a whole, about a whole fabrics mm -hmm. and you know what the process of standards and what goes into making fabrics especially for babies and why that's important oh so i think it was it was part generally generally speaking working at mr price for me uh gave me an insight of what running a fashion company ideally would look like like yeah. what are some of the standards we need to adhere to and why and then the aspect of who are we selling to and why you know it's it's things like that so it moved from i just love clothes yeah that to what does it take to make good fabric because right now if you ask me i can't tell you to go and buy at mr price oh to be honest i can't tell you to do that oh yeah <laughs> It's just a thing. The fabric is very flimsy. They have good things. There are things that are good, but generally speaking, they have really. It's fast fashion, so yeah, 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 they, yeah they want yeah. you to come back and buy again over and yeah, over and over. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. the thing. So um, what goes through the processes like that? So those are the things I was interested in. So and then there's also uh, coming from a background of my mom. Uh, my mom used to be a, a home science teacher. Home science teacher. Yes. Who is a home science teacher? Do you know home science? I don't know what it is. Called home economics? Right? Oh. Yes. So here we call it home science. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would never figure it out. No, I, I would never have done that. If you didn't know home economics, mm -hmm. I was never going to understand. Because now I was starting to like, imagine that I think the parents that want extra classes oh, in wow. science <laughs> take the kids to her home. <laughs> Okay, I'd wear the same. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I understand. Yeah. So, yeah. so that um, I, I had a background of uh, she was, you know, how people just, she was generally good with her hands. My mom was always good with her hands. And I have an auntie also who was really good with her hands. And she used to knit. My yeah, auntie. yeah, yeah, My auntie used yeah, to knit. yeah, yeah. And it just used to really fascinate me. And she also used to do embroidery. So I oh. stayed with her for a short period of my life. And yeah. during that time, I saw her do a lot of those things. I was like, and she taught me how to was, do it. What was she really knitting at that time? Uh, she was just knitting sweaters for babies. Oh, and okay. I don't know, what are they called? What are Vitambas? Those things for covering seats. You call them the Vitamba. Vitamba. Well, in Uganda, in yeah. Uganda, I don't even think they have a. Do they have a word in English? I have no idea, but they should. In Uganda, it's yeah. not far from it. That's why I, it was uh, very easy for me uh, to pick on. It's Vitambala. Yeah. Vitambala. B. It's B I. Vitambala. Vitambala. You know, Vitambala if it's one. Yeah. 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 Okay. So she used to make a lot of. Those. Maybe they're table runners. 
Sometimes yeah, they don't Temple run. Temple runners are different. Sometimes they don't run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting <Because> <laughs> Sometimes they're just floral and, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that was that. So I, I already came from a background of, oh, I mean, that is a carpenter, was a carpenter. Yeah. So it's these things that people who are constantly creating yeah, things yeah, from nothing yeah, at all. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. So when, when that happens and I'm in this space where... What else? What else mm. am I interested in? I need to figure this and figure this out real quick. Yeah. So the second year, uh, I decide, you know what? I can actually be a writer. No, don't, don't ask. <laughs> but I had this blog. Oh, yeah? That was mostly, it was mostly confessional writing. Um, yeah, a friend of mine thought I was good, and that was about enough. He, he was probably lying to me, looking back. But, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Were you doubting yourself? I don't know. It, it was, have you ever had something you're briefly passionate about? Briefly? Briefly, because, I mean, it didn't go past two years. But I was brief, very passionate about it. And for a minute there, I thought... But you know when you do something with 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 your passion. I know. But okay. Okay. Some but, people do But the do thing about passion. passion is, passion without longevity tends to be useless. Yeah. Like yes, yeah. I'm passionate about yeah. this right yeah. now. Yeah. But if I yeah. can't see yeah. it yeah. through, then yeah. what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. So it's that also level of commitment, long term commitment to it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I thought I could write, and uh, I wrote. Right, I did. And <laughs> I was attending, you know, this writing event. Oh, yeah. I, I was. Oh, okay. Looking back at it, those are the most pretentious years of my life. But... <laughs> at least it wasn't so long. Yeah, but, but, but at least I'm confessing to pretentious. <laughs> But maybe you weren't. Maybe you just didn't believe in yourself. No, it's not a question of believing in myself. Here's the thing. I believed in myself. I yeah. thought I was so good. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem? <laughs> how is that a problem? What happened? No, I, I, don't, I don't know how to put this. How did you run away? What made you run away from it? What made me run away from it? After the two years. I, I just realized it wasn't something I could see through. I couldn't sit long enough to say it through. I didn't like it half as much to be able to say it through. Oh. And yeah. I, I, I don't think also at the end of the day for something like that, that yes, the passion was there, mm -hmm. but there was also a point where life got in the way. And you're like, you abandon writing. In my head, I was just like abandoning writing for a while to pursue other, you know, exciting things. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> still in law school. Still in law school. Yeah. I'm still in law school. I'm, I haven't gone anywhere. I started writing also in second year. Yeah. And I wrote way through, through to third year. And uh, I used to go, go to poetry events, you know, act like, yeah, you know those things. <laughs> Pretend. <laughs> I told you, pretentious years of my life. 
But <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> there were good times. Okay, okay. Really At least they were good. There were really good times, to be honest. And I met really amazing people. And it would also be uh, the two years that really shaped my ideas as a person, because I think what that taught me was. Uh, if you're going to walk into a room, forget your ideas. Forget your ideas. Yeah. Because for me, expectations tend to ruin a lot of things. Like, uh, when I was coming to meet you, in my head, I was like, <laughs> okay, what are my expectations? And I was like, yeah. you know what, I can't forget it, okay? You're walking into a room, and this is someone, like I told you, you had so much soul, and I was looking forward to that. Uh -huh. So I stuck with that. Yeah. Because if I had all these ideas in my head, it would determine where this conversation would go. Yeah, 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 and yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. So because the thing about that also, it makes you a bit critical of yourself. Right. Okay? Because right. The, I, our ideas or how, how we think are generally the lenses through review, not just other people, but life generally. Yeah. So if I already have this specific lens, it means I've already put everything else in a box. And sometimes, where's the fun in that? You know? So I think it hinders you from experiencing life. Yeah, fully. Yeah. As it should, like, you know. So yeah, those were the years that shaped a lot of the ideas I had because that was also the year I decided to be a socialist. Oh, yes. A so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so oh I, my was, I was testing out, you know, what. Wait, trying like, to think first, wait, wait. Like, I really need a moment of silence. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I believe, a socialist? I, I believe politics are important. And if I wasn't a socialist, what was I, a capitalist? I do not have... Oh, socialist in that manner. Yes. Wait. Ah. What were you thinking? <laughs> you don't know that thing? The, the, the people that are just there in, in, in the media? Uh, uh, Socialize. Uh, oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's socialite. Okay, right. Uh, no, not I didn't like. Oh my goodness, of course. I, I didn't have enough social capital to okay. be a socialite. Okay. But <laughs> I was going to be like, oh my goodness, this chick. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. so it was campus was wide and it was heavy with a lot of things. At some point, now that I I, I thought. Oh, I started doing yoga, my God. <laughs> I used to be flexible. I thought I could actually do it. Yeah. But, but you see, it's... You really, you've really experienced uh, life, my you friend. You remember when I told you, what have I not done in so this city? Things. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I felt like those were a huge part of who I then became. Because yeah, 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 it was, yeah. that was the only way I was going to figure out what works, what doesn't work, where do I want to be, what do I want, yeah. But then also while doing all of that, I, sometime in, I think, 2015, towards mm -hmm. the end of 2015, that's when I started to knit. Yes. Yeah. So, not knit. You're fine. I started with knitting, but then crochet came along and I found crochet was faster but and way easier. No, I, like, is there a difference between knitting oh and crochet? Oh, God, there's a huge difference. Is it, is it actually so, crocheting or, or is, it, is it said like that, crocheting? Oh, it's crocheting. 
but thank you. So, oh. <laughs> knitting okay. uses two needles. I don't know, you've seen those. Right? Yeah, I have. Yes, knitting uses two needles and crochet uses And those are things I've only watched in movies. Just I don't, I've not really seen someone do that. For real? Yeah, I've only seen in movies. <laughs> I'm not really, I've not really seen someone do that. I, I've only seen people using one needle uh, to do something. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. So the crochet is the one. So at least I'm glad you know that you've experienced that. I've really tried like. it before. Ah, you they, can, they, you they can sort of, I don't know if I still can. Uh, when I was can. 10, when yeah. I was 10, we were introduced to that as, they, they introduced, I think they were trying to chamber syllabus, ah. and then they failed. Mm -hmm. So they brought artistic and entrepreneurial subjects. Oh. So there was music, there was, I think, art, and then there was crochet, and mm -hmm. then there was, Okay, we didn't call it crochet. These yeah. are things I found at an older age. We yeah. used to say crochet. Yeah. Crochet, so, is, <laughs> crochet is just fine. <laughs> yeah, there was crochet, there was embroidery, yeah. there was music, there was entrepreneurship, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's the only time I experienced that and I left it at that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. But at least uh, you know what that looks like. Yeah. So it was easier. Uh, way easier and faster at the time. I, was, I mean, if I can build something fast, why not? That was it. Yeah, so that's, I started crocheting and um, I made a beanie and some baby shoes. Oh my yeah, God, it was yeah, pathetic. Yeah, I still yeah. have them to date. It was bad. It was really bad. <laughs> but <laughs> after that, my friend saw the bean I made and he was like, it's really bad, but if you make a good one, <laughs> I can try and buy it. Oh, yeah. Because I went for him and I was like, is this something you can wear? Then he's like, yeah, I can actually wear it. But if it has a bit of structure, perhaps. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So after that, um, I did it and then I kept doing it. And... Um, it was also around that same time that life was happening, and life was happening really fast. Yeah. So I, I had to figure out on the issues of mental health. Writing wasn't cutting it at the time. Yeah. Okay. I, I tried journaling, it wasn't working out. And then I, I had to find an avenue. I'm not naturally I expected to be a crier but not I don't really cry so that wasn't a possible <laughs> thing to, to work avenue. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's so funny that you're crying yeah, and I needed to find something yeah. but I, I knew the easiest way for me since I'm already good with my hands maybe watching something grow oh yeah would, yeah, would actually yeah, 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 be and yeah, it worked yeah. it yeah. actually really worked so that's why I kept doing it and um after that, uh, I, I sold my first scarf, and then he told me someone took it, so I need another one. Ah, so I made that very scarf. person that you took the beanie yes. to. Ah, he really believed in my dreams that one. So it <laughs> I sent him greetings. Uh, greetings. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so he was like someone took it and he bought another one, and then when another person saw it, it was like I want a scarf. Okay, so yeah. I went ahead and uh, at the time I was selling them at ridiculously low price. My God, I don't believe I was. But I wasn't a business person. So yeah, I sold a couple of things and then things just took off from there organically. And 
I hadn't quite figured out what I really wanted to do with it. Okay, so this finds me, I was finishing campus, yeah. I knew very well I didn't want to go to the Kenya School of Law. At least that was clear. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. graduate. I, I mean, I'm a lawyer, yeah, but yeah, 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 I'm yeah, not, yeah, I really yeah. didn't want to go to the Kenya School of Law. So, um, I hear you very well, man. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you very well. I'm, I'm glad you did. <laughs> I hear you. I admire you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, yeah, I. I started selling, okay? Mm. One thing lead, like leads to the other, and then I had to figure out what am I good at making? What do I enjoy making? And who do I want Is to make for? Is that still 2015? 2016. We've now moved to we, 2016. Yes, we are now to Had you already decided to come up with Olisa? No. Or were you still? At that point, it didn't even have a name. Yeah. It was just one of those things. I make things and I sell them once in a while, and that was just it. Yeah. And um, I started looking for work. Post campus, I started looking for work. And I didn't want to work at law firms because I knew very well. Uh, you hadn't gotten the practicing certificate. Yes, I don't want to intern also. So I was like, yeah. you know what? Um, I'm going to try and find something else. So while trying to find something else, I, I met a friend of mine and he's like, my writing came back. So then he's like, you're a really good writer. Yeah. And I, I know uh, an organization that's looking for a storyteller and we think you could be really good at it. So I go to, I, I, I go there and uh, it was an NGO. Yeah. Okay? And I got to write about women, women's stories and, you know, how the women experiences at refugee camps, especially when it comes to, you know, maternal health. That yeah. I was really exciting for me at the time. So I, I really enjoyed that aspect. So then I was like, huh, now that I'm here, I can actually get into communications. Okay? Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh he gave me a really glowing recommendation. <laughs> so the, the next time I applied for a job, and um, the guys asked me, uh, what's your background? And I'm like, I'm a lawyer, so you have zero to no communications background. I'm like, yeah, I do not, mm -hmm. but for my past experience. So if you're willing to bet on me, please do. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. bet yeah, on yeah, me, yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah. Okay. So, but I'm still crocheting in the background. Yeah. I'm still yeah, crocheting yeah, because yeah. Uh, that's something I really loved. And uh, at the time also, I, I had someone else. So when the order started coming in, I had someone else who was also helping, you know. Once in while, a while. You, while you get the money somewhere yes, else. To fund, to fund this whole AKA dream also, you, you know. <laughs> so yeah, so I did that for a while. And then in 2017, it had a name. I decided, you know what, uh, let me just create an Instagram account put my work out there, see where this goes. Okay. Yeah. I still do not have, I did not have any business structure of any sort. How did you come this up with Olisa? Oh, so what does it mean? Does it have a meaning? The name I really didn't know what to tell you is Elizabeth. So my name is Elizabeth. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It makes sense <laughs> now. All this while, you know when I asked Amari, I was like, yeah. is it a word? Uh -huh. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. If it is a word, I don't know anything. 
Right. So my name is Elizabeth, and uh, where I come from, yeah, anyone called Elizabeth is Olesa. Oh wait. Yes. Now I thought it was a combination of Otiano and then Elizabeth being Lisa. Uh, yeah. Wow. So. So Olisa just Olisa just came up, and most of it is because. Where else? It reminded me of home. It's only home where that happens. It reminded me of home, and those were the very people that inspired the idea behind making things. My dad being a carpenter, and my aunt, and my mom. I'm like, you know what? That's profound. For me, it's going to be the constant reminder of home because, at the end of the day, at the heart of it, even if it when it comes to um, the values around it, yeah. okay, aside from craftsmanship and whatnot, it's, Olisa is for the everyday wardrobe. You are just a person living your life and you need to be inspired within that space, which eventually for me, it's what home is, what is yeah, home, yeah, that is eventually yeah, yeah, what home yeah. is, that space where you feel that I am myself, I'm at my best, so yeah, that's where Olisa came from. I'm not first. And initially it was Olisa Crochet. Oh yeah. And then um, I needed to, you know, at some point I'm going to have to grow, okay? And uh, giving one category. That was all. That was all happening for you to feel like well, this really has. This really has to grow. This was all happening in 2017. Yes. I think that's when I saw your work. Ah. Maybe. I think I don't even know how I landed on it. But I knew there was this brand. Yeah. I did I always wanted to know who it was that was behind it, but I didn't know. I just kept seeing mm -hmm. the models and I was like, okay, mm -hmm. I think I need to make peace with the fact that I don't know the person. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I, I, I try to separate I don't know if it's a good idea, but I try to separate myself from it as much as possible because at the end of, end of the day for me, I do not want to be the face of the brand. It's bigger than myself. I tend to think so. Yeah. So yes, I like to separate the two sometimes when I can. When okay. you can. And I know it's not entirely possible, so <laughs> I do what I can. You're the heart. You're the center. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So yes, um, um, when I, I was thinking of uh, eventually the bigger dream is to have a fully blown lifestyle brand and to have a lifestyle brand, I have to just offer more than one category. At the time I was only doing purely swimsuits. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so when yeah. I was thinking yeah. of uh, doing more, that's when I changed it. From How did you think about the swimsuits though? In crochet? Um, so here, um, here's the thing. How did that idea come up? I'm, I'm going to, I don't know how to say it. Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> you sit at somewhere one day. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to swim. This is sad, but I do not know how to swim. I'm learning this year, that's my goal. Oh, unless you're learning. Unless you're learning. Unless <laughs> you're learning. So I'm seated somewhere and um, I, I was with a friend of mine and she was like, oh my God, I really want to go out swimming but I do not have a swimming costume. Okay. Okay. And uh, she was like, I don't know. I have to go swimming tomorrow. Yeah, and it was, I think it was on a Saturday evening and most places are closed. So there's no way I think I can get a swimsuit between now and tomorrow. Yeah. And then I'm like, I don't know. 
can we can we create something do you have fabric and blah 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 and she's like no that's too much work she's a tailor yeah that, that's just too much work and i was like you know what let me try and crochet something so yeah we messed around with yeah and, and sizing and blah 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 and we had a bikini and then we go to the pool oh, i was looking really good by the poolside oh you I couldn't you go also in. i couldn't go <laughs> in, <right>? <laughs> 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 so somewhere in between, I was like, you know what? I enjoyed making that bikini, but mostly because... So you I, made two sets yes, in one night? in one night. I'm mostly just... The reason why I make for women mostly is I'm in, inspired, heavily inspired by the female body. Because it has so much, like there's so many stick. stories to yeah, tell. Yeah, and yeah, it's just, yeah. you know, it's vibrant. But yeah, so radiant. Yeah, <laughs> just imagine if you get the right bikini. Yeah, you know, you're unstoppable, basically. I see the but models they use. I'd be like, what? I was what? afraid that would come up. <laughs> I'd be like, whoa. Okay, check that out. I think the problem, <laughs> I, I think the problem I've gotten so far is people now tend to focus on the models and on the products. And I, <laughs> I need to find a way to change that. But yeah, but also, isn't that the whole point of an outfit? Yeah. So you yeah, remember yeah, the yeah, woman, yeah, yeah, you remember yeah, yeah. the person wearing it. You know so how the patterns go about their body? Yeah, like it was like if you're in the right outfit, you're remarkable. You're not someone anyone forget. Yeah. Yes, basically. So yeah. So that's where the whole bikini ideas came in. And then I started making more and started having a couple of muses and I have friends who, you know, this looks like this, this okay. Yeah. How, what have you what has been your experience with Olisa? On the business side, yeah, Ooh, that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> because as I, like, like I told you earlier, uh, initially, I didn't imagine I'd have to be a business person. Mm. Like generally, I didn't imagine I'd have to. I, I just sat. Uh, was this in world my utopia of you know if you're good, perhaps yeah. you know things will just work out. You don't have to be the best. But yeah, sadly, I had to. Okay, mm -hmm. and mostly, and I had to quite very recently, actually, two years ago, two years ago. Yeah. Yes, yes, because you can't really run a business without knowing what's going on. I really, I, I, I enjoy the part, the creative aspect. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah, like yeah, yeah, who yeah. this is it for. Me. But I can't get to enjoy that if I do not get the business aspect right. Mm. So yeah. I just had my brother, he's an accountant, and he was like, you know what, start with a simple thing. This is what you need to do, these are the entries, blah, 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 and I hate it. <laughs> I still do. I stopped doing it. So, yeah. <laughs> Someone else is doing it for me, but I <laughs> that had to happen yeah. for this other side to work. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I believe sometimes um, the other day, I was having a conversation with someone, and they were asking me, what's the one thing, like, you have to get right? And usually for me, is yes, the business aspect is awesome and amazing, but if you're going to run, say, 
a handmade business, for example, mm. that I had business that's mostly based on craftsmanship and mostly nothing else, to be honest. I yeah. Mean, the creativity is a huge part of it. But you have to have like that unicorn moment. Like, what's like the one product? Like, if someone sees this one, someone just knows this is an Alyssa product. Yeah. Like, yeah. if someone yeah. sees, I, I didn't have, honestly, I didn't have that product until this year i did not have until this year i did not have that product until this year yes 2021 i know i know okay what is that so here's the thing oh it's that sweater bubbly colorful sweater that yes so it's (laughs) that oh my god that it's it's I love sometimes. Let me tell you something. Yeah, I'm not yet purchased, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm like, let me go and look at that sweater again. Mm-hmm. And then I look at the process, like, I'll come back. <laughs> I'll be here with you. <laughs> I'm like, those, though, oh my goodness, they so, are beautiful. Thank you. They, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I hadn't, I hadn't had that stumble i hadn't stumbled upon it because initially i also didn't know what my it product would look like yeah 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 yeah, you know, yeah yes yeah, i was yeah. making bikinis and i was known for bikinis and i love making bikinis i'm still known for making bikinis but they weren't really my best seller up to this moment like you know that one product that you've sold so much of Mm-hmm. You can literally make it in your sleep. It's that. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Because so I feel like it's that one sweater that really opened up a lot of things for me. Oh, yeah? Yes. Because uh, one, well, I had an, uh, an outside market even before because unfortunately, and this is very sad, I'm not even proudly saying it, mm-hmm. I have more international clients than local clients. I'm not proud of it at all, and I'm working on this very hard because, but anyway. It's understandable. Uh, I feel like it's very much understandable. Yeah. I mean, look at Jesus. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing. Well, you you even have something in common with Jesus. (laughs) Your father's a carpenter. (laughs) I'm just a step away. (laughs) (laughs) It makes sense, but you know, you give it time. Because it's because I don't think at this point it's a question of people do not appreciate. I think people actually appreciate, but I think there's appreciation from the point of um, price points. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so maybe. We're broke, but man. We're looking for I money for Ugali. We're looking for money for Ugali. You can't be dragging us. <laughs> everything something for everyone trust yeah <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, so, yeah yeah we need to hear that please yeah. say it out loud you do i do have something for everyone yeah because here's the thing about crochet it's like fabric mm-hmm. there is silk there is cotton there is a oh there, there is yeah the types of licra the types of yarn I was going to say thread. No, no, it's it's cool. Even thread works. <laughs> okay, types of yarn. Yeah, they're different types. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. like for example, if I'm, I have to make a baby thing, I can't use uh, 
acrylic, I have to use a cotton blend. Also, yeah, or cotton. But yes, like thing about we we're talking about earlier about standards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah standardization. But yes. So and all these things they have different price points because I mean silk is oh, yeah. silk yarn is equally expensive. Oh yeah. And if you get to appreciate it, you actually you know what you're wearing. And and I think well, the other thing also But is I think it would it would also need someone to really understand yes. the different types of yeah. yarn. I know that now. Uh, initially in my head maybe that's where I was going wrong, going through this whole figuring out who my client is wrong. Mm. Is I automatically expected to have an intelligent client. <laughs> like not in the oh sense my goodness. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> no, 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 like hear me out. This is not shade or anything. I'm just, I'm just saying, an intelligent client in the sense that you yeah. know the value of what you're wearing. Not necessarily that it's silk or it's cotton, yeah, but yeah. you understand the value, if not just what it looks like or what it feels like, but the processes behind it. Yeah, because the yeah, question yeah. I get the most usually is, why are the prices so high? Oh. Yes, and that's the one constant question I get oh. through and through. And and half of it, that's what I'm saying initially, just expected to, ah, this, if you're buying from me, you should be understanding what you're buying. But that's wrong. That's not how marketing works. We know that. No, no, no not necessarily that. But mm -hmm. I think, you know, we the, the pricing when it comes to factory-made products mm -hmm. and handmade products, it's a totally different story. Yeah. These are people that are, that can make, you know, maybe thousands of pieces in just a day. Yeah. And then for the handmade, it it requires so much input, so much work, so much investment, mm -hmm. which I think we have not come to a place of appreciation. We want cheap. I mean, we're st like I say, we're still mm -hmm. looking for ugali. Yeah. So we don't understand how this is expensive and then something from the from china yeah is cheaper yeah yeah but then because the, the question basically if you're being honest mm -hmm. most people when it comes to clothes yeah. it doesn't matter they just ask how much you're like okay here's the story behind it how <laughs> much <laughs> you know like how much can I afford it? Yeah. At the end of the day, that's what most people. And I mean, it, the world is changing now. I mean, we have a more conscious consumer when it comes to f in the fashion world. I yeah, mean, yeah, people yeah. are more, they want to ask, where were my clothes made? Mm. Were they under ethical conditions? Were the people paid? Was it fair trade? I mean, that's, that's a beautiful thing to watch, especially now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's, it means we are finally having people who are waking up to the realities of what I'm wearing is beyond just clothes. Mm -hmm. This item was made somewhere yeah. by someone. I want to know under what conditions they were working, you know, what, what else, you know, what's the fabric, where was it sourced? Yeah. So it's, I, feel, I think f on that front, oof. I'm happy. It's beautiful to watch because now we have people who are. Fashion used to be just one of those things. No, I really, to be honest, no, I really cared about the details of it. We just want to look beautiful, of course. beyond beauty and models and you know glamour. That just no one was thinking about <laughs> politics in fashion. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And I'm glad that now we get to have actual conversations around fashion. You know? Yeah. It's fulfilling. You know? Just walk into a space or you have a client asking, you know, where do you source your yarn from? Oh. Yeah, because some of them can't buy. If you bought your yarn from China, they're not going to buy it. Oh. Yeah. So oh, I, I okay. that, uh, it's just that level of understanding the impact of fashion now, not just when it comes to oh, climate change, blah, 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 but the people. And I think that's also now people start to appreciate craftsmanship more. Like you understand why uh, uh, dress is probably yeah so how many products currently how many products do you have under olisa k is it, did, should we actually say olisa k or olisa kenya it, yes olisa kenya yes do we have to yeah okay. do we have to make sure the country <laughs> yes we have thank you so That's how the many country of origin? Oh yes. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. I mean, there are very many products we have made in China all the time. We yeah. can't breathe. So yes, please. How many products do you have under Oli, under Olisa Kenya? I have a lot of beginners. But right now, so far, we have uh, sixty-two. Sixty-two products. Yes. They have particular names to them. Yes, they oh, do. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting. Mm. Well, grand. But yes, sixty-two products. They need to check them out then. <laughs> they should be checking no, out outside, products. No, outside, outside of bikinis. Outside of bikinis. Yeah. Sixty-two is wide. And then all these things that you've gone through, the the growth the business, the figuring out of yourself. How are you keeping your mental health in check? I, I dance. I'm not good at it. <laughs> but I dance a lot, literally. <laughs> what I do, I told you I really love music. Mm -hmm. Music is a huge part of my days, mostly. So what I do is I try to stay active as much as I can. Yeah. And half of it is dancing. I dance every morning before I leave the house. I put upbeat music. Every and I dance morning. every morning. Like clockwork. Wow. Yes. I mean, I love doing it. And I then at the end it. of the day, let me say you're burnt out at the end of the day or at the end of the week or at the end of, uh, you know, making that mm -hmm. product, that eat product, <laughs> when you finished it, yeah. you still danced? Sometimes, yes, yeah, sometimes, no, mostly, sometimes when I've had a bad day, honestly, I, the last thing I want to do is dance. I just want to sit down, take a cup of tea, enjoy my tea. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know how to explain this. <laughs> <laughs> I never take a tea, I'm just taking tea. But then you sit down yeah. and take your tea and just be present in that moment of, I love tea. Take the tea um, mindfully. Yes. So mm. it's that and listening to nice, good soul or, you know, neo-soul music. And yeah. Just yeah. Sit down and just, just exist and enjoy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love, I, I, don't, I don't want to call it routine, but a huge part of my life is informed by routine. I love routine. thing about routine is I'm 
doing the same thing every day, after a while, you notice, you're going to notice something else. Yeah. I walked this path three times. Oh, there's a flower. There is something. I don't know. It's, it yeah, centers yeah, me yeah, mostly. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I can thrive under cues, but uh, not for long. <laughs> not for long. Yes, but also crochet is also a huge part of uh, my mental health process. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming. Be you know, because it's, you know, it's a repetitive it's thing. It's repetitive. I can just... When, 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 something, when something becomes repetitive, there is a way how it sort of, I think, makes you more attentive yes. to detail and then you st before you know it you're focused in one place yes. and you know you're not thinking about all the troubles of the world mm -hmm. makes sense yeah so for the people that want to buy products from olisa mm -hmm. kenya mm -hmm. how do they get in touch with you how do they get in touch with the company mm -hmm. ah we are olisa kenya on instagram Mm -hmm. at Olisa Kenya uh, our website www.olisakenya.com please say that uh, yes. please say the website right olisakenya.com okay yes <laughs> <laughs> where else yeah it's actually all those two because we do a lot of pop-ups but we do not have a physical store yet so mostly we just Facebook is an pop-ups yeah okay fine yes facebook i just facebook assumed yourself. it's olisa kenya everywhere <laughs> you need to cater for us the facebookers i'm side eyeing you like yo i mention us okay <laughs> olisa kenya literally everywhere everywhere okay. yes is, the, is it there on twitter yes oh okay but yes it's okay <laughs> <laughs> anything like calls do they make calls like oh. what's maybe all oh, whatsapp Oh yeah, yeah. Is it, oh, do I give the number? You have, oh, do you, can you? Okay, okay. Yes, I can. You okay. can reach us on zero seven two five. Please put the code, my friend. The country code. Oh, plus two five four. Seven two five. Yeah. I'll be more than happy to hear from you. All right. I. Hopeful that they get to enjoy the products and the brand itself. I mean, I, I, I am wearing Olisa Kenya, friend, friend, <laughs> and, and, and that's the kind of that's the kind of spirit I hope to invoke. Like you're proud that you are wearing Olisa Kenya. I mean, wait for us, my friend. Wait for us. I can't wait. Wait for us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us Thank you and so gracing us with your presence. The pleasure is all mine. My episode takeaway is give yourself time until you discover what really aligns with your spirit. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Hashtag with Nabuguzi Chwanuka. If you loved what you heard, make sure you subscribe to Hashtag with Nabuguzi Chwanuka in your podcast platform of choice and share it with your friends. They need to know that this virtual space is what they've been looking for all this time. 
Also, feel free to share your insights about what connected with you on social media and be sure to tag us. We are at hashtag with Navuguzichwankla on Facebook and Instagram and on Twitter, our handle is at HTNK Podcast. HTNK is our caps look and podcast is in small case, but it's all one word, at HTNK Podcast. You can also reach us on our email, hnkpodcast at gmail.com. For the email, it's all in small case. Your reviews are welcome, and I really look forward to hearing from you. Catch you in the next episode, and until then, remember that growth is a process.